You just gave it right to nah, him. That's all right. They won't get you it. Karen won't get it. <laughs> Karen and Gary won't get it. They'll be Karen and Gary. <laughs> and Chad. And Chad. Chad. Those three won't get it. Be Our three fans. <laughs> oh, we love three you guys. Fans. Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s and the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I'm Eric, your host for this episode. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Jason. What's going on, Jason? Hey, man. Doing fine. Uh, just went through the zoo. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't get locked up. So I guess my uh, animal instincts didn't kick in. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are continuing our season two list of our favorite guitar solos of all time. We're currently in the 80s. But before we continue, this episode is sponsored by HalloweenCostumes.com which features the largest online selection of Halloween costumes ever. Mm -hmm. Use our promo link in the show notes to save 15% off your entire order. Just click over and the savings are automatically added to your cart. But don't wait too long. you got to have your order in by October 31st. Yeah, most people do. You know, they like to get their I mean, costumes before Halloween. I don't yeah. think I would be ordering a costume online on October 30th or October 31st <laughs> thinking it's going to get there. They probably have quick shipping options as well if you wait that probably, long. If you're, so. I'm a procrastinator, but well, you know, once just, once I get in the Halloween spirit, which it takes me a minute, then I'm there and I'm like, all right, I want to wear my costume to work every day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the salt and pepper costumes have to come. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, we're making our way through the top twenty-five guitar solos of the eighties. And this episode we're talking about the song Little Fighter. In the band White Lion. Behind the music. Guitarist Vito Brada was born in 1961 in Staten Island, New York. He started playing guitar at the age of 13. He co founded the band White Lion with lead singer Mike Tramp in 1983 and played with the band until they broke up in 1992. The band produced four albums in that time, the biggest being the album Pride that debuted in 1987. Mm -hmm. Great album. Oh, um, since the band's breakup in 92, Brada has rarely been seen in public. He still lives he still lives in Staten Island where he works and takes care of his family. Um, in 2003, lead singer Mike Tramp attempted to reunite with Brada but was unsuccessful. Uh, Tramp talked about Brada in later interviews claiming Brada was always quiet and maintained a certain distance from the rest of the band even when they were together. Mm. In 2007, <laughs> Brada gave his first live interview in over 12 years where he revealed that his father had gone through a five-year illness which required a large amount of personal time uh, personal time and commitment on, on Vito's part. Mm. Uh, in addition to that, in 1997, Vito injured his wrist and finds it painful to move his hand up and down the, the guitar neck. Oh, man. However, he still manages to play classical guitar without excessive discomfort. Uh, 
In addition to that, though, he clarified that he had never ruled out a white line or Mike Tramp reunion, only that it's been impossible due to family obligations and his wrist injury. I mean, God bless the man. I mean, <laughs> it takes. I mean, well, no, I'm I'm not trying to be funny. I'm no, I'm, I know. I'm saying it takes a lot from a person to, you know, put your flag in the sand and say I'm done, yeah. and this is more important to me. Yep. So you, there's a you know how many countless uh, guitar legends, rock legends, whatever you want, musicians in general have just you know substance abuse and just you know probably gone way past their their time to uh and just you know ignore family and friends and yeah. you know you think about uh even wrestlers and i watched some of those documentaries on wrestlers and all the time they're spent on the road away from their families and broken families and stuff so you know hats off to this guy for you know, he might have made some awesome music. Well, he did make some awesome music in the eighties. Um, and he could still he could have kept going. Instead, he chose right, right. To, but to focus on your family that that takes a lot of guts. So, yep. I'm true story. I, res I respect the man. Although Brada has not released any music since 1992, many musicians, both singers and guitar players, have continued to praise his songwriting skills and technical ability. Zach Wild, of course, of of Ozzy Osbourne fame and mm -hmm. Black Metal Society, um, has stated that Brada is the only guitarist whose tapping tapping uh, technique he enjoyed. He also praised Vito's originality and pointed out that he considers the solo in the song Wait one of the best solos he has ever heard. That's high praise from Zach Wilde. Yeah, uh, that was on my uh, my honorable mentions, Wait, yeah. Yeah, Uh Mike Tramp also mentioned that uh, many accomplished guitar players have turned him down when he's tried to uh, attempt to put together a new version of White Lion, saying, we've tried to do a new White Lion with the likes of Warren DeMartini of Rat and Paul Gilbert and a lot of others, but no one wants to touch Vito's guitar parts. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> that's high praise. <laughs> I've yeah. heard those guys play, and if they don't want to touch these parts, that's high praise right there. Um, after multiple, multiple attempts to reunite with Brada, Trump, Tramp, not Trump, Tramp, finally said in 2014 that there would never be any more white lying going forward. Uh, as far as, as, as gear, Brada was more often than not seen playing, seen playing a Steinberger guitar. Uh, Steinbergers were most notable for uh, not having a headstock having their tuning pegs at the bottom of the guitar. Hmm. Um, and you've, you've probably seen Eddie Van Halen playing one too around the time of the 5150 album. Uh, Brada mentioned in several interviews that not only did, the, did that feature of not having a headstock make, it, make the guitar lighter and more balanced, uh, but the use of the graphite in the neck and the body gave the guitar a unique sound. Let's get personal. So my first uh, encounter with White Lion was the Pride album. Mm -hmm. Actually, actually, it was the Wait video on MTV. I saw that, mm -hmm. and we went to the mall like immediately and bought this, <laughs> bought the tape because <laughs> it was uh, it was so it was just amazing. And the rest of the, you know just off that one song, and then of course uh, the rest of the album is just as good. Um, and then we actually saw him. We got, we saw White Lion open for Striper of all people. <laughs> uh, 
and we were standing right in front of Vito the entire show and he was doing everything in concert that you, that we heard him do mm-hmm. on on the on the tape and the CD it was he's he's incredible he's melodic he's technical he's just i mean he's he's a, he's a phenomenal guitar player who like like you just said in the last in the last section he could have made a lot more music had he not well a had he not been injured but even before he got injured he was he left the business to take care of his family he you know I'm sure he still had a lot a lot more music left in him um, if, it, if it hadn't been for that but uh, yeah after 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 that album the next album was uh, was just as good yeah he I I can I can I can without reservation say I cannot pull off any lick that Vito brought <laughs> can play. There's a lot of these guitar players that I can pull off, you know, a lick mm-hmm. or two or a solo. There's not an absolute, not a thing that this man plays that I can pull off. So, uh, yeah, I, he, I, he's always been one of my favorites. And, uh, I've always been in awe of this guy. Awesome. What about you? Yeah. So I'm the same way. Like my, well, not totally the same way, but my first experience was probably, uh, the white video on MTV and I, one of my friends had the tape, the pride album. So I remember listening that when I was younger, it might've been my buddy Scott up the street that, uh, we'll talk about again here, but sadly for some reason, that's, that's all I know is the pride album. I've never gone really? past or before the pride album so this is the first time i've heard this song oh wow and seriously yeah yeah wow. so like i i love weight and i love the pride album but for some reason i've just never explored beyond that that's so amazing. now now i have a reason to thank you <laughs> well, the breakdown so one of my favorite youtube channels is a guy named ben eller and the channel is called weekend wank shop uh, he's a guitar player, and what he does is during during every episode, he breaks down all kinds of solos and songs and shows you mm-hmm. how to play them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's always well, what he does is he'll play what he's demonstrating at full speed, and then he plays it at what he calls stepdad speed, um, just <laughs> to slow it down. <laughs> he th- so Ben Eller, he's a phenomenal guitarist, and even he calls some of these licks in this song a pain in the ass to play. <laughs> like I said, I can't pull any of them off, even at stepdad speed. Um, but I will put I will put a link to his his show his his episode where he's teaching this solo, and you can see you can watch somebody play the solo, uh, and when he plays it at full speed, and he's and he still says it's a pain in the ass. It's it's a pain in the ass. So, uh-huh. um, but I mentioned the Steinberger guitar a few minutes ago. Um, this song is actually played tuned a whole step up. Most guitars are, t- are, are tuned to the standard E tuning, and this guitar is tuned up a full step. And so what's important about the Steinberger guitar is uh, Steinberger's had something called a trans trim, where you could pull up or push down on the tremolo when it was in a certain mode, and it would retune the entire guitar depending on whether you pulled up oh, or wow. pushed it down. Right, and you can get there, – there's a lot – so. If you listen to 5150 from Van Halen, you'll hear Eddie using this kind of guitar a lot. Um, and if you watch, they have a, a live video concert um, called Live Without a Net. 
you'll see him playing one of these guitars and tuning it as he's playing. Um, it was very, it was, I mean, it was very weird to hear somebody just pull up on the tremolo and it retune the whole guitar. Mm. Uh, but so this whole, though, I say all that to say that this, this guitar or this song is tuned a whole step up. And it's incredible to watch guys on, I, I kind of fell in a rabbit hole yesterday watching guys <laughs> play this solo. Mm-hmm. Um, and while Ben Eller, he just plays it in standard tuning. He doesn't play it in tuned up. Some of these guys try to play it a step up, but in standard tuning, it, to watch them try to play, pull this guitar solo off in the wrong tuning is is incredible because you've, <laughs> you've added an entire level of, of, of complexity yeah. to, to a, a guitar solo that's already uh, just ridiculous to begin with um but Vito does just about everything he taps he's he plays very fast he plays you know he he does a lot of of string skipping he has so many tools in his arsenal and he makes them all look effortless and he combines them all effortlessly I mean Mm -hmm. everything sounds so effortless when he plays it um this and this is probably the best example this solo is probably the best example of that because he goes from one end of the, of, the, of the neck to the other, and it's all there's there's no breaks in, in between. He mm-hmm. he starts and he goes and he there's no stopping until he's at the end of the solo. Um, one word that I wrote down was insane. Yeah, there's yeah. just so many techniques, like you said, and I love how he the pacing is even different as how he slows the pace back down to enter back into the song. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely fits the white lion, uh, just sound. And I love the mix of the more mellow parts and the, the picking and then just like straight up metal. It seems like, you know, (laughs) but you know, even the, the, the mellow part kind of at the beginning of the song and at the end of the uh, solo, it just has an awesome tempo. Yeah. And that's the that's the white lining feel. You, you get that in weight too at the yeah. beginning where they're you know, it almost sounds acoustic. It might be acoustic. Um, but it, yeah. And then they just kick in and that's the same thing with uh, Little Fighter is well, it's the same way. And this song isn't even just it's, it's not just the solo. I mean, if you listen to this song in headphones, um Listen to what he's playing during the verse and the chorus. It's all, I mean, it's not just him playing uh, bar chords. He's playing, right. I, mean, he, I mean, he is, he's finger picking, he's playing. Oh yeah. Stuff. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, a clinic on, 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 <laughs> on how to write melodic music. I mean, it's just, it's all over the place. The entire song, not just the solo. Right. So little fighter comes in at number 19 on our countdown of the top guitar solos of the 80s. I got three bonus songs for you, and honestly, I could probably have about nine bonus songs for you when it comes to <laughs> um, So the first one is off the Pride album. is a song called Sweet Little Lovin', um, which is probably mm-hmm. my favorite solo off of that album. Um, and then there's I got two more songs for you, both from the Big Game album, which is the follow-up to Pride. The first one is "Going Home Tonight." That's the that's the album opener. That's a hot little one. 
Uh, and then there's another there's a, another song called If My Mind Is Evil. And that guitar solo is cooking it just as well. I mean, like I said, I could probably add the entire Big Game album as a, a bonus song. Um, <laughs> but uh, those are my two. Those are probably my two favorites off, off that album. Um, so if you have Spotify Premium, which we recommend, stay tuned to hear all three of those songs in their entirety. If you're a free Spotify user, you're going to hear about 30 seconds of them. And if you're outside, if you're outside of Spotify, well, all you're going to hear is us. So you're going, to to, you're going to have to visit the song whip links in the show notes that will connect you with the songs in your favorite music app. Uh, if you want to support us, get your name in the show notes, click over to patreon.com forward slash the retro network. That's our home base for everything. Yeah. You can also find us on Twix <laughs> or Twitter <laughs> X or whatever. Uh, if you, if, if you prefer that uh, at greatest lists, also, you can find us on YouTube at Greatest List or on our website, greatestlistpodcast.com. Jason will be back in charge for our number 18 song in the next episode. Thanks mm-hmm. for listening to The Greatest List, and we look forward to continuing our countdown next time. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists. <laughs>